Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to on the road to Weekend of Champions. That's right, this weekend, Saturday morning, we've got Night of Champions, uh, or as we're referring to it as Morning of McGriddles. And then, of course, on Sunday evening, we're doing a watch along with uh, AEW's Double or Nothing live yeah. from Las Vegas. And along with those two shows, which we're doing watch-alongs of, NXT Battlegrounds is on as well. And that's going to be part of our big May predictions blow-off. That's right. Who's going to be crowned the inaugural Big Blue Predictions Champion here at Going In Raw at the Friendo Club? Should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, you guys will join us for that. Of course, we'll have our reviews after the show's air. Uh, So, yeah, be sure to check that out. Uh, on this episode of Going In Raw, we're going to talk about this past week's AEW Rampage. We're going to be talking about WWE SmackDown, where they're teasing more discord within Ooh. the bloodline. Is Roman Reigns scared of Solo Sokoa? I don't know. We'll talk about it. Kind of seemed that way. Show. Might be. We also had a couple of injuries uh, sort of uh, 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 dictate uh, uh, some uh, upcoming things. <laughs> In WWE, the women's tag title scene yeah, 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 uh, yeah, is yeah. kind of a mess because of some injuries. So we're going to talk about that as well. 
But before all that, we've got a couple of news stories as well. Uh, one involving a major injury there in uh, New Japan Professional Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And more on AEW's Collision, which is coming up in less than a month now. And uh, if uh, things, if the ticket sales are to be believed... AW might have a bit of a problem on their hands. Yeah, it seems like it. Because, you know, somewhat lost in all the drama surrounding CM Punk and AEW. Is he going to return for collision? Is he not? It's a fact. The tickets for uh, at least uh, several, if not all, the first batch of AEW collision shows went on sale. According to Dave Meltzer, ticket sales have not been good. Mm. These transcripts come to you from WrestlingNews.co. Is what Dave had to say. Quote, they don't have a big buzz for collision because they put three shows on sale. Okay, so three. Three of the six. Half of them. Three shows on sale. They put Toronto on sale. They put Hamilton on sale. And they put Newark on sale. And Newark has about 3,500 tickets out, which is you would want more. I wouldn't call it a disaster or anything, but for the New York market, it would be the weakest first day since they've been going there. Uh, Toronto was at like 1,600, and that's the day before the pay-per-view, which that sold out instantly. And Toronto was a great market. And I heard from people, I heard from some people in Toronto about the publicity of it, the fact that like nobody really knew till Wednesday, and then they sprung up on them as far as the thing and everything. Sometimes it's hard uh, reading Melser quotes. So I apologize. Um, it's like that's not good in Hamilton, where they're going on Thursday. That's sold in the under 600 range. In the, in the under 600 range. Yeah, really bad advances, which is not a good sign for the excitement. People aren't talking about it. And for that reason, I mean the names that were announced and everything like that. Like it's not enough. And you know you need, if you launch this thing, it's a really, really tough situation. <laughs> no, it's like it's like one of them zodiac letters man yeah i need a cipher yes um, uh, so that's all to say ticket sales are shit right now for yeah, collision because there's been no cm punk now it will be very interesting if on wednesday they announce uh chicago the united yes. center uh you know people might at that point let, let, let me ask you this first um, I know that there was a rumor put out there, I think by Meltzer, that the Grab City podcast had then debunked from their sources at AEW that uh, Daly's place was being used as a possible backup mm-hmm. for uh, the Collision premiere should Punk not appear. Now, yeah. Daly's place has traditionally been used as a backup for AEW, so yeah. it would make sense that it's their home base, you know. Right, exactly. It was the home during the pandemic. They can go there if they need to go there. Um it would kind of make sense, I guess, if uh, they elected not to do Chicago. Well, they've got Daly's place. Yeah. If they do do Chicago, well, let me ask you this. Do you think there's any chance they would do Chicago without Punk? Uh, 2% yes. Because if they do Chicago, the expectation is that CM Punk will be there. Whether it's stated explicitly or not, that's the expectation that's going to be had by every single person who buys a ticket to be in that arena that day. Okay, and if CM Punk is not in that arena that day, somehow we're going to see tomatoes thrown in the ring, garbage, popcorns, beers, sodas. They're not going to be happy. Let me ask you that this is it's it's so incredibly silly, but like, you know, okay, so similar to what was the latest thing that uh, that Fightful had about? uh, Oh, man, what was it? I made a joke about it last week about like if uh, Will Washington 
given that oh. info to Fightful, and everybody was like, "No, he's got it in his contract." Uh, I forget what the exact thing was, but Sean Ross Sapp had some info about. Yeah, it was about. It, 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 basically, is this: if AEW wants some info out there, but they don't want to officially announce something, like the, could they put it out there that yeah, Punk isn't. Punk's not going to be there. I mean, Can they put that out there through the dirt sheets? That's kind of what happened when Punk came back. There was report. I think it was. I think it was Sean and Fightful had the, the story first mm-hmm, that yeah. CM Punk was coming back. No official word mm-hmm. from from AEW at that point in AEW's history. They were really good about mm-hmm. keeping things under wraps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for the most part, and and it, it seemed like a situation where maybe this is one of those things. This is speculation. No inside sources. It's speculation that somebody with an AEW might have kind of let some things leak to build anticipation or something, and it worked. They sold out the United Center. Dude, well, here's the thing, and this was this was my... Um, golly, I'm really trying to remember what the actual piece of info was. Well, I can pull it up. That which, I made the joke uh, about. Which episode it was. Um, but, uh, but look, if AEW wants to get something out there oh, that they, they don't that they don't want to officially mention or announce they're going to do it. Whether it's, it's, it's person a, B or C in a W they're going to do that. Uh, And if they, if they want to get out there, that CM Punk is not going to be in Chicago. The AEW crowd is the kind of crowd that they're going to, they're going to know. Yeah. Come on. Like what fightful has like what 30,000 subscribers or something right now to fightful select to their Patreon. Word will get around just like word got around that he was going to be there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I kind of feel like they could do Chicago. The problem is even if the crowd knows that punk isn't going to be there, they're still going to be raining down with CM Punk chance. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. That's the issue. If, if, if for two hours straight, the crowd's chanting, yearning for CM Punk to show up and there's no fill garbage. That's Beer. what a big, big, big MGM here says the hard split. I think it was the brand split. Oh, maybe. I think maybe. it was something to do with maybe, that. Maybe, maybe. Tomatoes, garbage, f- full, empty beers. Deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza, yes. That's ice cream bars be. that maybe they had yeah. left over from Phil came last time. The Phil ice cream bars, yeah, yeah exactly. all these things, maybe. Maybe someone will bring some muffins in, some spin drift. Oh, Who there knows? you go. Yeah, Mindy's could could make a killing on that. Um, yeah, spin drift would be difficult. Uh but here's the thing: if if Punk is announced, if he's announced on Wednesday, it's like, hey, yeah, he's he's gonna yeah. be there. Yeah. Um, and ticket sales go through the roof. That sort of proves a point, doesn't it? Yeah, but if, but if, <laughs> right? if they do announce he's gonna be there, and ticket sales are are, are not good still. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Potentially mortgage oh. your entire company to somebody who ain't moving. <laughs> Ticket ain't putting butts in seats. I don't expect that to happen, but it'd probably be. I, I would imagine it would be some sort of middle ground, you know, like yeah. oh, we saw an uptick, just like you know, dude. If you added one hundred and fifty thousand people to their total overall viewership, then you'd be back to CM Punk territory. Yeah, and the, I mean, because that's about what the difference. Even though, honestly, ratings in twenty nineteen and ratings in twenty twenty three. That there, it, it, I'm not going to say it's apples and oranges, but there is a year over year. Uh, attrition because of how media is consumed. Same yeah. thing with WWE. Yeah. 1.7 million in 2023 is not 1.7 million no. in 2019. No. It's a, there's a difference there. No. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this all pans out. But I mean, the bottom line is I don't think anything changes from what you and I were talking about before when we talked about this last week. 
you gotta you gotta figure out what to do without Punk. Mm-hmm. You have to because mm-hmm. whether it's twenty twenty three or twenty twenty five, he ain't gonna be around forever. And you gotta build those stars. You yep. gotta bring yep. people in exactly, uh, or build people up, <clears throat> preferably that that can move the needle. You know, and that's one reason why. Uh, uh, we had a video where we were talking about uh, people that Phil Punk should feud with and and how we say that Phil should lose them all because mm-hmm. they need to build people up. They do, yeah. They need to d- yeah. develop uh, talent, build them up so they can be main eventers uh, and, and assume the top guy spot yeah. uh, when assuming Phil comes back when he's hurt, when he needs a break, when his contract expires. Mm-hmm. They need to invest. I'm not saying that that CM Punk should lose all of his matches, but he needs to start putting people over. He does. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if he has like yeah. more of a Jericho role, Jericho mm-hmm, wins sure. plenty. But when he needs to put someone over, he puts them over. Right. Just absolutely. put Roger Strong over. He's going to put yeah. Adam Cole over. Yeah. Yeah. He put Ricky percent. Starks over twice. Yeah. Yeah. And Jericho is is doesn't his 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 aura his reputation doesn't suffer because he puts people over. Because mm-hmm. he's still yeah. heavily involved, he's, I mean, he's he's a legend in the business, mm-hmm. and 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 it's still seen as a massive accomplishment to best Chris Jericho, and and you have CM Punk return, maybe he wins a, a two or three feuds, and then he starts actually putting some younger guys over. Well, he did this. I mean, he did that with MJF. You know, MJF is able to claim I beat him twice in Chicago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I well, know, but and I honestly think that that helped MJF. You know, it helps people when you do that. It you really know what, does. What helped MJF more than beating Punk, I feel like, mm. is that story gave MJF an opportunity to really add a lot of dimension to his character. I agree with that as well. That I helped him just that, yeah. as much, if not more, than beating CM Punk. Mm-hmm. At yeah. least in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But if MJF never got like a win over Punk. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying the win was inconsequential. People care about that shit. Oh, yeah. Know? Wins and losses um, should matter. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but no, you got to build people. You got you got to build people, and you got to use what you have even better. If you look at <clears throat> right now, I think the two best stories that AEW has going on is Jericho Cole and uh, Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite. Mm-hmm. I think those are the two ones that, that people care about and, and people marked out, and I know um, you know the ratings still weren't all that great. But again, ratings are a thing where they it, it, when you build – Stories, especially. I mean, really, that's kind of the thing. Yeah. Stars and stories. Yep. If you get the story, if you give people the stories that people care about, then then they're going to tune in and they're going to care about your product, mm-hmm. um, and they'll, there will be excitement over collision. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what we had. we need to go back and look at what were the numbers, what were like the the ticket sales on those first the first month of Thunder episodes back oh, in yeah, the day. That's a you good know, question because WCW was hot. Yeah. And that's why War- uh, T- Turner wanted more. Mm-hmm. They did more. And I don't remember how long it was before Thunder became Thunder, you know, like the firm B show. Yeah. Um, it might have been within a couple of weeks. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I don't know either. I don't know either. I don't remember. Um, so, yeah. We'll see. Again, it's all contingent seemingly on whether Punk comes back. Imagine if Punk comes back. We'll see a, a, an uptick in ticket sales. Will it be? A situation where shows are going to start selling out left and right. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know if Punk burned through. I don't know how much goodwill Punk burned through based on brawl at whether there's. You know, we've seen anecdotally uh, in comments of our videos, people are like, "Yeah, I was a really huge CM Punk fan," and then all this happened. I'm just kind of tired of him now. Mm-hmm. Um, right. yeah. I don't know if that's a situation that is kind of. Uh, uh, more of an expansive thing across the wrestling sphere or if it's just something that's 
you know, it's a small subset of wrestling fans are just so burned out. They're like, oh, CM Punk's involved? Pass. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm like just pure speculation on my part. I assume that people would be interested, whether it's whether it's, hey, I'm tired of him, but I kind of want to see how this plays out or I'm a legitimate CM Punk fan and I want to see the guy come back. I think that there is at, at least at the outset, there's going to be far more people who are interested in seeing him come back than not. Um, and maybe maybe I'm wrong about that, but I think that I think people there is a general interest. Oh, how is this going to go down? Like, how is this going to play out? And then and then they're going to have to put together something good for people to want to stay tuned in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's my guess. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. Distractions happen. That's why we designed the fully electric, full-sized Volvo EX90 with the latest technology to keep you and those around you safe. Its two-sensor driver understanding system is designed to prevent distractions and help you stay focused. Reserve your Volvo EX90 today. Learn more at volvocars.com US. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the deal. It go down. It go down in the deal. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, let's talk about this. So last night, New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence. Uh, they had a tournament to crown the first New Japan Strong Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mercedes Monet, Willow Nightingale reached the finals uh, in the main event of last night's show. And according to PW Insider, it appears that Mercedes suffered a significant injury during the bout, which led to Willow winning the title, saying, quote, the original plan was for Mercedes Monet to win the New Japan Strong Women's Championship last night. But when she suffered a broken ankle, Inaudible was called. I don't know if you've seen the video of the the spot that they suspect, uh, or there's been a, a, a conjecture about that was a spot where she hurt her ankle, where she's on the top rope. Uh, looks like maybe she lost her balance and jumped down to the floor uh, to avert injury, and then seemingly on upon landing injured her ankle. Um, this is a bummer. I haven't had a chance to watch this match or, or the other two uh, semifinal bouts, but I heard nothing but great things about them. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. so the crowd seemed awesome mm-hmm. at resurgence last night. Um, and by every indication, Mercedes versus Willow was a fantastic bout till the injury occurred. Uh, Mercedes 
seemingly just gutted it out, got to the finish, put Willow over, and uh, went off to the hospital seemingly. So I know she had a Twitter post. It looks like it was from the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a bummer we didn't get the finish they had planned, and they didn't get the finish the match how they really wanted to. Um, yeah. So hopefully, uh, uh, Mercedes will will heal up quickly. Um, you know, she seems to be having the absolute time of her life, uh, r- doing the wrestling that she wants to do. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's a bummer that you know she'll be out of action for a few months, probably to to heal and recuperate and rehabilitate this injury. But can't wait till she comes back because she's awesome, absolutely awesome. Yeah, yeah. If you watch the spot that you're talking about, it seems kind of obvious because it's before that she was fine, and right after that she was not putting any weight yep. on that. Yep. Um. And uh, you know, man, it, it, this is this is awful. Uh. There, it it might be one of those things that might be, I'm not going to call it a blessing in disguise, but maybe something like that for Willow. Um, hopefully Mercedes will bounce back. She's a huge star. Yeah, she will continue to be a huge star whether she continues her non WWE run or goes back as Sasha Banks. Regardless, I think she's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But having Willow and and if you watch sort of the finish to the match, it seems obvious that yeah, Mercedes was probably supposed to win this and. An audible was in fact called. You know, a, Willow hits it with a doctor bomb, and the ref goes down, and he counts, and Sasha doesn't kick out, and the ref stops. <laughs> he stops counting, and he's like, and he sort of checks. He's like acting like her shoulder was up or something, and then Willow has to get her back up, hit the doctor bomb. So it seems like there was also some miscommunication there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sasha maybe just figured. Um, Mercedes might have just figured this guy is going to count it as a shoot because that's what we've heard refs are supposed to do. Yeah. Um. But uh. But Willow should be winning big matches now. Yeah. She's at yep. the point. She's yep. there, and this is a huge. This is an awesome opportunity for not just her, but it also kind of maybe forces AEW's hand into booking her the way they really should. When we yeah. talk about building new stars, Willow is there. Yep. Do it now. Yep. Like now she's champion over there at New Japan Strong. They got a relationship with New Japan. She ain't going to be taking these losses to the outcasts to, mm-hmm. you know, to to Jade if they revisit that over there in Ring of Honor to to Athena who we both love. Yeah. Um start booking her the way she should be booked like champion. Uh I've often felt that she should be the one to beat Jade in uh, beat Jade streak because mm-hmm. I think that Willow being basically AEW homegrown. I know she had a career before AEW, yeah. but this yeah. was her big breakout. Um, but Willow was ready. Willow in five years is going to be just a license to print money. Like she's got the charisma, the look, oh, yeah. the the wrestling chops, yep. everything. Yep. Um, and so this might end up being. Um, just a huge opportunity for her and the promotions around her that are booking her to make real money off of her mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and for her to make a lot of money, increase her stock, and, of course, eventually go to WWE. Um, I say that tongue-in-cheek. Relax, everybody. Uh, but, uh, but no, awesome for her and, uh, and, and really sad for Mercedes. Mercedes, you know, assuming the physical aspect of it, you know, uh, uh, she, she pulls through. And, and is able to to you know heal up. Yeah, she'll be fine, and she'll be you know back on her great run again. But I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what you know this unfortunate situation might have might might affect positively. Yeah, um, Willow's career going Definitely. forward because she's she's tremendous. She really yeah, is. Willow is 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 fantastic, and as it seems like for a while she's on the been on the precipice of massive things uh, in AEW, um, and and now that she's 
strong champion. Hopefully that'll kind of help uh, her push in AEW to get those huge wins, to get those high profile wins over over the, the 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 big name competition. And if she ends up being the one to to best Jade Cargill and end that streak and take the TBS title off her, I mean the story's there. You could do it. Don't you love that? Like during Jade's entrance this week, the first thing you hear commentary say, Jr. says she needs to she needs better competition. <laughs> Yeah, we know, Jr. We, we know. know. We've been saying we this know, forever JR. now. Come on. She she kills two jobbers in a row this week. Yeah, she does. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of people doing stuff on Dynamite that she should be involved in, Jr. Yes. We know this. Yes, we do, Maybe JR. talk to... Don't tell us that. <laughs> we we know that somebody else doesn't know. Maybe by putting it out in, in, in the world, in the ether like that, Jr. is hoping it'll commute... I mean, Tony Khan's hey, maybe back he's there. Put, maybe he's putting it out there. He's, he's you know, he's, he's shooting... And uh, and he's like, man, this is what I, you know. Maybe he really thinks this. And he's like, Tony's not listening to me, so I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm gonna create my own narrative. <laughs> Did he forget that Tony's back there at a at Mongo position, listening on on headset the whole time? Right. Yeah. He's like hey, what running are you the show. About? Yeah. Yeah. No, the competition's fine. It's a bunch of jobbers. Oh man. Let's talk about SmackDown. We got some more drama within the bloodline. Actually, oh, before we, we talk ever? about SmackDown, we got some super chats over here. Let me Ooh. do some of these super chats from Ricardo. Says, uh, let's talk the elite. I'm tired of hearing CM Punk. Uh, well, the elite needs to like start a podcast and complain about their booking, and their booking's pretty good, so I don't see that happening. Yeah, but, uh, the, the elite versus Blackpool Combat Club right now. It's it's like oh, the best it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. Great. Uh, Jose Alaguna says WWE wins again. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, and then uh, we get another one here from uh, Ricardo. Says couldn't have a better oops champ than uh, than Willow. The look on her face. After she won was priceless because yeah. you could see like oh should I have done I don't know if I should have won this I don't think I should but I'm gonna act like I'm happy because I'm champion now but I shouldn't be so that's what you gotta do I know yeah it's like yeah you can see the ref says something to her too it's like act like a champion <laughs> act like act like this wasn't a big mess up um, but uh, anyways let's talk about SmackDown Roman Reigns berating the Usos in the middle of the ring after they took the initiative to try to grab that brass ring and attack Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, but Roman Reigns had words that he wanted to say. It was his plan, and the Usos ruined said plan. Yeah, I wonder what Roman wanted to say. Oh, dude, he had all sorts of stuff to get off his chest. I think Sami really, the betrayal uh, really affected him, and, and, you know, he's been rehearsing this, you know, in the mirror, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, in the bathroom uh, for, like, ages now since Weeks, the rumble maybe made months yeah yeah he had a lot he had a lot of problems with him and uh he wanted to say some stuff oh, so he's getting there he's moving festivus up earlier in the calendar oh every day is festivus for roman reigns seems like and it. uh when you're the when you're the champ champ and uh and then as he's exiting the ring he accidentally sort of shoulder checks solo who doesn't miss a beat and just fires a look at roman roman's like Whoa! Uh, yeah, he he did the, the 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 body language version. Roman did of my bad. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. got out Ooh. of there. Yeah, just a bad day for Roman. It really altogether. was. It really uh, was. This bloodline story, you know, man. I, I've I've seen whether it's in the comments here in our various chats uh, over at Wrestle Juice Friendo Club, whatever, on Twitter. I've heard a lot of people say, "Oh, the bloodline story is really." you know, cooled off since Mania. And I think there was a cool down period after Mania. But over the past couple of weeks, it's really picked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, given that we are tonight, we've got the go-home Raw to uh, Night of Champions. 
don't see a lot of bloodline stuff happening there, but certainly on the go home SmackDown, mm-hmm. uh, are they, wait, are they going to be filming? Did they tape? They that filmed that. Or? They filmed the SmackDown oh, last week. Yeah. They okay. did a double taping and on raw tonight, I believe there's an, oh, no, that's on SmackDown next week. The edition of, uh, Kevin Owens show with, with, uh, Roman and solo. I believe that's on mm. SmackDown next week. Mm. So given what we saw on SmackDown and I have no idea what spoilers might be out there. All, how do you all see spoilers. this? I didn't look at it, but I know they're out there. How do you see this playing out? At Night of Champions, I, you know, you 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 don't bet against the Bloodline very often, um, because they win basically all their matches. That being said, if the Usos' mo is going to be, we need to, you know, that means defying Roman, go out of our way to kind of prove our worth, to prove that we still belong, even if we're not champions, to stay in Roman's good graces. Then I could totally see them. D- coming out ringside trying to interfere to help Roman and Solo uh, to victory, instead costing them the bout. And then that's like a massive wedge uh, right there between Roman and Solo and the Usos. Well, I guess more so between Roman and the Usos with Solo caught in the middle. Um, that's kind of what I expect, but if, the, if, if, the, if it turns out the bloodline just win, then that wouldn't be surprising either. I don't think there's going to be a huge because, you know, part of me thinks, man, the Usos have got to be at some point. The Usos are going to be, you know, at their wits end with all this stuff. They're going to get tired of being pie faced in the middle of the ring and berated in the middle of the ring when they're just trying to do Roman right. I think they'll probably continue to try to do him right. I don't think they're going to turn on him, although I'm not sort of ruling that out. But I don't think that's going to happen tonight at mm-hmm, Champions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, I think they're probably just going to, they're just going to mess up. But at the same time, man, it's, it's really difficult to, but the more interesting story is Roman and solo winning. I just yes. don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen either. Another thing to consider is they're doing a, uh, Roman thousand day championship celebration True. on June 2nd, I believe. Yeah. Um, and that could be another instance where the Usos would be like, here, look what we did for you, Roman. Look, we did this, and, I don't know, balloons and confetti mm-hmm. and all this. I was like, I don't want any of this. Gets him like a, a cake, and he's like, yeah. I like red velvet." I know. What is this? What is this chocolate? You know, I'm red sure velvet is delicious. Is, is this gluten free? Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, this is gluten free. <laughs> you know, t- you know, Friday's not my cheat day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know how it's gonna play out, but I do think that the bloodline is sort of picking up steam again. Yeah, they are. Um, I have no idea where it's headed or what they're gonna do with it. I loved Sami Zayn saying, uh, "You're not better than us." You're not even better than the Usos. Because, like, Roma didn't care about the first thing he said. But then when he said, you guys aren't as good as the Usos, he was like, mm, he winces. I love when Roman winces. Oh, he does the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cody does a really good wince, too. <laughs> well, he is a little bit more of, over the top than Roman's. He does, yeah, yeah. It's a bit more exaggerated, yeah. I mean, as is most things, Cody is a bit over the top. Anyways. Um, oh, man, it's great, though. So, yeah, it's interesting to see where that goes. Uh, oh, oh, Jonathan also here in YouTube chat points out a good thing. It's the anniversary of Seth's betrayal, too. Yes. Yeah, on the on the thousand-day ceremony. Uh, yeah. Thousand-day yep. ceremony. Yep. Thing. That's true. Uh, let's talk the women's tag titles because we're going to get some new ones crowned in a couple weeks. Uh, apparently, Liv Morgan is injured. Both uh, Liv Morgan and Dakota, Dakota Kai. Kai Dakota Kai needs uh, needs uh, ACL surgery. Apparently, yeah, right. 
Yeah. Um, I don't think we've had word yet on Liv's injury, although it looked like shoulder based on the replays they were showing on SmackDown. All I saw, yeah, on Twitter, I saw that people were speculating it was a shoulder, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so Liv and Raquel got to vacate or have vacated the tag titles. Uh, they're going to crown new champs on uh, not this Raw, but next week's Raw. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's a four way where Raquel's going to have to find a new partner. It's Shayna and Rhonda. It's uh, it's Raquel and a I mystery partner. Got, the, got them. And Bailey and EO. Yes, Bailey and EO. And there's one more team. It's a four way match. Oh, is there? Oh, it was uh, Chelsea and Sonya. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, this has got to be when they give it to Ronda and Shayna. I think right? so. That would make all the sense in the world. It feels like they were supposed to get those at WrestleMania anyway. Mm-hmm. If not for um, injury, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, that, that's a big drag. Liv and, and both Liv and, uh, and Dakota are out. Mm-hmm. Who do you think uh, Raquel's uh, partner is going to be? Shotzi. That's what I was thinking too. Probably Shotzi. She's yeah. sort of there. Yeah. 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 Um, after that, and then also, rest in peace to the greatest tag team that kind of never was. Boogie Nights. Mm-hmm. Bo- what, what they 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 called it something else. It was something else. Boogalicious like, Nights. Boogalicious Nights. Why'd they have yeah. to overdo it? I would suspect that's probably legal reasons. I would think. You trying to tell me that uh, a wrestler hasn't named themselves, named a tag team, named a move after a song? Probably like on the indies, yeah. No, like in WWE, I'm sure it's happened. Nah, nobody's done that, man. Um, never in the history of WWE. Never. No, but what, look, it's, you asked me the other day. You were like, what, "Would he have? Would they have to get permission from the band Heatwave, or Paul Thomas?" I suspect Paul Thomas Anderson had to get permission from Heatwave for the movie, and so they would probably have to get permission from both Heatwave and so uh, the producers of. It Boogie would Nights. depend if Heatwave trademark the the phrase "Boogie Nights," and if so, if it covered the realms of professional wrestling. If it doesn't cover the realm of professional wrestling and they did trademark it, there might be wiggle room there. I'm not an entertainment lawyer, so don't listen to me. But uh, I, it could be it, it could be fine. I don't know how often artists trademark the names of their songs. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I obviously the the the, so, the lyrics, okay. the melody is is copywritten, but trademarked the name of their songs. That the show Californication. Got sued by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. All right. Do you know on what uh, grounds? For that. Uh, probably the like confusion thing. You know, like, oh, it's okay. too close that people are going to confuse one with the other because they're both forms of entertainment. Do you know how that, pl- how that played out? I think Red Hot Chili Peppers got some money from oh, the producers right. of right. Californication. I think I could be totally wrong about that. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Go ahead and look that up. I will. Uh, as I start the SmackDown recap. Oh, actually, no. We got to mention this, too. Boogie Nights then broke up. So <laughs> so after they lose the match, oh, and yeah. LA Knight seemed thoroughly uninterested in in, uh, in Rick Boogs' uh, uh, antics during the match, uh, he seemed more interested in working out using the wrestlers than he did winning the match. Uh, uh, he, he was uh, Boogs. Fell victim to the billionaire finger trap, uh, L.A. Knight's finishing yeah. move. Yeah. And then L.A. Knight stormed off. And so, Larson, it seems like this is going to be a feud that L.A. Knight should totally win. You think I love so. Boogs. He's like one of my favorite guys. But maybe this is the start of an actual L.A. Knight 
push because Boogs is clearly a guy that LA Knight should should probably win oh, in a feud against. Absolutely. All right, this is what I found. This is from MTV regarding awesome. the suit between the Chili Peppers and uh, Let's hear the show Let's Californication. Hear so this I'm is what test the, my memory. The Chili Peppers claimed uh, the claim of the title is inherently distinctive, famous, immediately associated in the mind of the consumer with the Chili Peppers. Um, uh, Anthony Kiedis says uh, Californication is the signature CD, video, and song of the band's career, and for some TV show to come along and steal our identity is not right. Yeah, right. I don't know okay. what the outcome is. This is just when it started. Okay. All right. Um, well, let's put that on chat. Chat, can you guys find out what happened with that thing? Yes, please. Thank you. Uh, so anyways, they broke up. LA Knight should win that feud. And then uh, and then maybe maybe they're using that as like a litmus test. Hey, is this LA Knight thing for real? Because everybody that I know, everybody that I've seen on Twitter loves LA Knight. Uh, the crowd loves LA Knight. So I don't know why they wouldn't be pushing him directly to the moon, Larson. Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. Uh, so there's information on the lawsuit here in Wikipedia, but I'm not going to read it right now. Okay, that's good. I need you to focus on the SmackDown I know. stuff. Now I'm curious. Now I'm very curious to see how it played out. Let's talk about somebody else uh, that WWE uh, should probably push to the moon, and there's like rumors that they want to. Cameron Grimes. Yes. Uh, he had another promo this week where he seemed to have stumbled upon his old catchphrase, to the moon, because um, that was sort of the punctuating mark of the catchphrase. Um, I feel like they need to give Cameron Grimes his old character back. And I've been saying this ever since he lost his character in NXT, but like, if they're going to actually push Cameron Grimes, they, they actually need to give him like something, right? Cause he seems like a half-assed version of what he was before. I know he can't just be to the moon guy. Yeah. He seems almost self-conscious using it now. I know. Like he said, Oh, I'm going to go so far. Or actually, I'm going to go to the moon. And I'm like, it was so much easier. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, suit was settled out of court. Settled, which probably means Californication gave up money to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, yeah, it's usually yeah. like a settlement. Somebody yeah. attacks somebody. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah, have yeah, to settle. yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. Uh, but um, apparently, there was no the the Chili Peppers never regis- or registered the, the title Californication or never trademarked it, never filed for a trademark on it, according to this. Isn't there like something that says uh, like when you actually create a work, it's like automatically legally protected as long as like you've like I know like that wasn't the case with George Romero's uh, Night of the Living Dead, but I swear I read something that like that's, I think that's more copy. I believe that's more copyright law as opposed mm-hmm. to trademark. All right, whatever. Let's move on. Let's talk about SmackDown, dude. Come on. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze. And it felt a little like... Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. Uh, started off with a bloodline promo. Roman Solo and Heyman come to the ring, get all sorts of recaps while they're walking. 
uh, Roman tells the crowd, hey, acknowledge me. Uh, hey. They do, of course. Oh, there's a lot of booze for Roman this week. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens' music hits. Sami Zayn comes to the ring. Roman says, ah, oh, this is perfect. You seem excited. This is my plan all along. Get you excited. It's going to bring you out here. There's really only two things to do, and I think we can accomplish both right now. Columbia already did. Now it's your turn to acknowledge the tribal chief. When you're done with that, you can drop my titles and see yourself out. Crowd goes, ooh. ooh. So uh, Kevin Owens about to say something, but he just tosses the mic aside. He steps up to Roman, and then Roman pushes Solo in front of him. And Sammy tells Kevin Owens, okay, back down, back down. Roman says, figures. Fight Owens, fight, right? That's what you do. You're not here to talk. You don't want to. We don't want to talk to you anyways. He motions to Sammy. He says, you, I've had a special career. I've experienced the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, but I only have one regret, and that one regret is wasting my life on you. So clearly, this is like, you know, you've been dumped by somebody, and you're rehearsing what you're going to say to yeah. them when yeah. you see them at a party. And this is Roman's moment yeah. to tell Sammy, what he thinks. And yeah, then Sammy before, responds largely. Yeah. He says, uh, that's funny, Roman, because I only have one regret, too, and that's not blasting you with that chair sooner. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it? We haven't been in the ring together since what? Montreal? Elimination Chamber. Remember that night? I thought I'd never get this opportunity to stand here, look you in the eye, and tell you everything I wanted to say. Been dreaming about it for months, and now your greed has finally led us to this moment. Now that I'm finally standing here, man, I got nothing to say to you except this. Your whole life, everyone told you that you were the best. You got everything you wanted, and now uh, you want the undisputed tag titles. Hey, look at me. Hey. And I have champions. Because Roman's like gaze is, is, is not Sammy. <laughs> so like, hey, look at me. Uh, and I have champions. You are not going to get them. Want to know why? Because you're just not as good as us. And for that matter, you're not as good as the Usos either. Ooh, and that really burns Oof. Roman. We talked about that a little bit. He sort of starts pacing in the ring. He says, that's how you feel, huh? I took it easy on you. I gave you opportunity after opportunity. I tried to serve it up. And then the Usos hit the ring, and they attack Sammy and Kevin Owens. Roman's like, what the heck? Uh, they send them both out of the ring. The Usos get back in. They're super happy. They think that they've done good for the uh, for the tribal chief. Mm -hmm. They look for a handshake. Instead, Roman pushes his hand down and says, this is my ring. I didn't tell you to come out here. It was a simple plan. My plan. He turns to leave, accidentally bumps into Solo. Solo just sort of glares at Roman. And then uh, Roman, you know, settles down, and then uh, he leaves. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. So we go to commercial. We come back. We're in the Bloodline locker room. And Jay is like, we're, we're trying to help. And R Roman says, you're saying we. Sounds like you're talking about you two. Do I look like a twin? Do I look like a we? This is us. This is the full Bloodline. Who runs the Bloodline, huh? Who's the quarterback here? Who calls the calls? And they're like, you. And he says, then why are you running random stuff out there? I have something I wanted to say. I gave a good portion of my life and career to that fool, and I have something to say. Did I get to say it? Nah. Why? Because you got to do what you want to do, right? Now, what's been working this whole time? Uh, not what's been working this whole time. Not just what got us here, but what's kept us here on top of the mountain. I'm that guy. I make these choices. Just get out. Now, get out. He was steamed. Yeah, he was. He was. He was mad. Fired up. He has that new Baphomet shirt. <laughs> what a weird shirt that is that man. is that is what what a creep ass shirt i like got roman. like an anthropomorphic goat on there with the with the with the roman's glove on yeah right yeah it's got like doesn't it have like roman's body but then it's got like a weird yeah it's got a goat head yeah it's got a goat head <laughs> 
Dave. What are they doing over there in the merch department, man? Man, they're clowning. They're all high as shit. Hey, man, saw this thing. Baphomet. Let's make it Roman. It's like a crazy goat guy, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, crazy shit. Anyways, anyways, after that, we had uh, the Brawling Brutes versus Pretty Deadly. Uh, I liked this because so earlier in the day, they show like how this uh, some promos beforehand. Uh, Pretty Deadly are in the kitchen cutting a promo and they're like, what's the recipe for SmackDown's two tastiest snacks? Pretty Deadly. First, grab a bowl and add two cups of charisma. Then two tablespoons of tag team ingenuity and a dash of good looks. I'm Jackie Daytona. Yeah, I know you're Jackie Daytona. <laughs> he says, but the most important ingredients are one Kit Wilson and Elton Prince. And that makes the delicious pretty deadly. Uh, and then uh, they do this great bit where like, you know, how, like people get wrapped up in the ropes. Yeah. Well, they acted like they were. Uh, what's his face? Kit acted like he was wrapped up in the ropes while the ref was distracted. Uh, and then the he, uh, Kit gets out of the ropes as Elton gets him up in, in position for spilled milk. Yeah. And then he and then he hits it. Then he goes and he wraps himself back up in the ropes. Yeah, that was pretty great. And uh, and Elton gets the win there. That was awesome stuff. That was really cool. So pretty deadly picks up the win over the brawling brutes. And Sheamus just sitting there, who's on commentary, mm-hmm. and he's just sitting there like, well, nothing you can do about that. Nope. Nope. Oh, other way around. Elton's yeah, the blonde. That's what okay. I was trying to say. That other I'll get. Around. I'll get it eventually. Elton. One. I didn't here. even know. I didn't even know which one was which before they had those goofy names. And then Kit Wilson, brunette. Yes. Uh, so then we had a, a memorial package for superstar Billy Graham, mm. who had passed away on Wednesday, last Wednesday. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, then we had Oscar uh, taking on Zelina Vega before the match. Mm. Zelina had an interview, says, I'm ready. Am I ready for someone like Oscar? She continues, when I receive that love and support from my people in Puerto Rico, I realize that I belong with the top woman in this division. doesn't matter how much I'm taken for granted or being underestimated. When I gave my all to Rhea Ripley, I showed that I can go toe to toe with the best of the best, and now Oscar is going to see that I am ready. Oscar, no, uh, Oscar wins this though. Yeah, makes her tap out. Yeah, makes her tap out to Rings of Saturn. So this part was funny because, like, Oscar, uh, of course, after she wins, she doesn't release the hold because she's mm-hmm. a bad guy now. And then Bianca runs to the ring to make the save. You remember, of course, last week her championship ce- uh, celebration was marred by Oscar just blasting her. With the chili sauce mist. Yep. And then uh, Bianca, uh, she so Oscar rolls out. Bianca's checking on Selena Vega. Oscar tries to sneak back in, but Bianca sort of catches her, tries to pull her back in the ring, and then Oscar tries to miss her, and Bianca like half dodges it. So there's some yeah. on her. Yeah. And like the little headline on WWE.com, like the video was Oscar kind of hit Miss Bianca. <laughs> it was something very half and half because even cut like. Do you think like Oscar was supposed to get it all in, or do you think Bianca was supposed to dodge the? Mist? I think Oscar, or sorry, uh, Bianca was supposed to dodge Bianca, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because everything after after the missed attempt led me to believe that Bianca was supposed to dodge it. Not get okay. Any it's supposed to be like a close call type situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because she was. But like, she was like I, a little bit on her face, but wasn't like, like I got some on me. Kind of maybe enough to react, but not. So let me act kind of agitated in general. Yeah. But not. Completely selling it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I got you. All right. Uh, then we had Grayson Waller effect with special guest AJ Styles. This really did feel like a watered down. Yes, Steve. So, they're setting up a feud between AJ Styles and Grayson Waller. Yeah. And Karrion Cross. Yes. Why are we to believe 
that AJ Styles has any chance at winning a night of champions where if he wins, he's going to have to be on Raw when they're setting up not one, but two feuds for him right there on SmackDown. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? If it was Edge, I'd get it. It's one guy. He's got the history. He's got the history with the title. He's got the history with Seth Rollins, and he could put on a phenomenal match, and AJ Styles can put on probably a better match, but it could still be a really good match if yep. that's what you want, a really good yep. match. Yep. Yep, yep, I yep, I don't yep. get it, man. I don't get no, it. No, it, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And this, Not that I'm huge on wrestling talk shows. I'm not. Uh, not that I'm huge on Grayson Waller effect as wrestling talk show. I'm not. Mm. I don't like the trope. I don't like the, the format they generally do with these. Same. At least in NXT, he was, he was seemingly allowed to imbue more of his own personality into what the Grayson Waller effect was in NXT. This just seemed pretty cookie cutter. It seemed like a watered-down version of what we saw in NXT. Which is the same thing as Supernova Sessions in NXT being yeah, watered down. compared to what it was in NXT UK, yeah. Because you know, yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of quips. There wasn't a whole lot of insults towards AJ's way till the end. No passive-aggressive little you know, little attempts to get under his skin. None of that. Yeah, even the punchline was sort of, it sort of came out of nowhere, and yeah. then they just stopped it. Yep. Um, yeah, I think, look, Grayson Waller's the kind of guy, he's got obviously tons of potential. He's got, he's got everything you need yeah. to be like Miz Plus. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this was not, this was kind of like kind of booty. I'm glad it was short. At least it wasn't yeah. very long and they just yeah. let AJ talk and talk and talk. And then Grayson Waller had his punchline, but it really wasn't a, a good moment for Waller. Like it wasn't like a big, Oh, this guy's going to be big. Kind of like Cameron Grimes when he had his, you know, whether it's his match or any of his interviews so far, mm -hmm. we understand what Cameron Grimes could potentially be, but the larger audience might not. And they're not showing them what he can be. He nope. is such a mid version of what he has mm -hmm. been in NXT, what he was before NXT. Yeah. He needs to be a bad guy. Yeah, he does. I, I do not understand what they're going to do with him. And I don't either. Grayson Waller. I think they're just sort of rolling him out, getting them used to the crowd. But yeah, you gotta let him make an imprint, right? Yeah, yeah. Instead of just doing, you know, what seemed like very basic scripted dialogue to use to conduct this interview, right? Yeah. As opposed to just letting him be him. I mean, he's gonna get over on the merits of his abilities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. You know, and if that's the case, give him bullet points and let him go to town on this segment to imbue his personality mm -hmm. into it, rather than just, all right, here's your dialogue, go do it. Yeah, right. It just didn't feel like it didn't feel like this was his show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and whether that's good or bad is subjective, but uh, it, it, yeah, it just felt really cookie cutter. Yeah. Really cookie cutter. So in the end, he just says to AJ, uh, yeah, we're going to get an instant classic. Um, it's a match I'm most looking forward to at Night of Champions, especially the ending, because that's when the ring announcer, Mike Rome, take notes here, is going to say, and new world heavyweight champion, Seth Rollins. So AJ just gets out of his chair and just like gets in Waller's face and like talks some crap. You don't even hear then, it. Yeah, yeah, just sort of peters out at that point, yeah. Oh, is she going to get up on the couch? Nope, she's going to get on the hardwood. Nope. There we go. Uh, then we had grunt while she does it. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Then we had the LWO backstage. Uh, Ray's really putting over the Usos as one of the greatest tag teams in the world. I think he says the greatest tag team in the world, and Santos goes, I disagree. He says, you're a Hall of Famer. Maybe one day I will be too. The world needs to see what we're all about. And Joaquin Wilde says, yeah, Usos are good. We're better. And Ray says, Usos will find out what happens when you mess with the L. W. w. Oh, another one for the good guys. 
Uh, anyways, uh, after that, we had Street Profits versus L.A. Knight and Rick Boogs. L.A. Knight comes out first, has a promo, says, let me talk to you. Yeah, I told everybody when I walked in the door here I was looking for titles, and that means the tag titles aren't safe either. Yeah. Yeah. But then I see the Street Profits walk in on my territory talking all their stupid trash, and I think to myself I could beat them with anybody. That's exactly what I'm going to do, courtesy of the man they call the megastar, L.A. Knight. Yeah. I'm going to lead this team to a W with uh, this man, Rick Boogs. And Boogs comes out wearing a pink singlet. He's got the like the, the bendy thing that you use yeah. when you're doing the strong stuff. And he comes <laughs> out stuff. just acting like a total clown, like Boogs does. It's, it's yep. great. Boogs yep. is amazing. And he's all glad hand in the crowd and everything, and he's having a good time. And then uh, and L.A. Knight's like, uh, you could tell immediately. He's like, oh, come on, man. Let's just, let's just go. Uh, and so uh, – Boogs is doing Boog stuff. He's in there. He's like pressing people and shit and uh, uh, doing curls with, with human beings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, in the end, though, unfortunately, uh, for L.A. Knight and Rick Boogs, specifically for Rick Boogs, uh, the Street Profits, of course, gets the win. Uh, Dawkins hits Boogs with a sky high. Ford follows with a frog splash. Uh, and then uh, afterwards, Street Profits leave. Uh, L.A. Knight helps up Boogs, shakes his hand, then kicks him in the gut, follows the billionaire finger trap. Yep. Yep. So you got to expect them to feud next. Uh, we had a Cameron Grimes interview. Yeah. He says, if you were to tell me that my name would be associated with one of the fastest. I don't know why I put fattest victories here in the notes. but no, <laughs> One of the no, fattest victories in WWE <laughs> I wouldn't have believed you, but being here on SmackDown feels like I'm living the dream. Now, I know I made a huge splash last week with how quickly I beat Baron Corbin, but that's not going to stop me from being determined and being focused and going straight to the top. Ashley, Megan, you know where I want to go? To the moon. But he said it's so, like, lobotomized, like, so half-assed. And he's wearing, like, a dress shirt. It's tucked in. Uh, yeah, Yeah, right? Like, come on, man. Let's get... I liked when he looked like he, the dude was, you know, like, uh, I don't know, an extra from Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Like his beard's he, all trimmed up and, and. He looks all proper. Like, yeah, what are no. you going to do with him? Like, you're, 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 you're taking away every ounce of personality. I'm going to go straight to the top, Megan. Actually, you know where I want to go? To the moon. Say it with some conviction, man. I know. They need know. to give this guy some to. direction and some character. And, uh, and yeah, he needs man. to be NXT superstar Trevor Lee is what he needs mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, after that, we had a carrying cross promo. He says, they say justice is blind. Surely that must be the case because I don't call me Shirley. Because <laughs> I'm the imminent threat of justice and he has absolutely no idea. Dia, do you, Alan? And then Scarlet shows off a really good uh, AJ Styles tarot card. Yeah. You know, it's like a really nice drawing of him doing Why the Why don't thing. they have the, the people, person doing the tarot cards do their merch? <laughs> I want a uh, Uncle Allen tarot card of, you know, For AJ the graphics Styles. and such, because all the Shit. tarot cards they've done have been really good. Yeah, right. I, I want Baphomet AJ Styles. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> they need to do a Baphomet line of all the superstars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, Cross says TikTok. TikTok. Uh, then we got Alba Fire and Isla Dunn making their SmackDown in-ring debut against Ulisa, Ulisa, I think, Ashley. Sorry, Leon and Valentina Ferois. Uh Fire and Dawn win this match pretty quickly uh, after hitting their, their awesome finish on Valentina Ferois. 
That uh, gory bomb flat ladder combo is oh, awesome. Oh, it's cool, yeah. It is really, the way they frame it is, that's an awesome finish. It, it really, really is. is. Was this an NXT tag title defense? That is a good question. <laughs> Are they going to be putting this title on the line? I don't know. <laughs> what, what? We're coming upon, the, 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 the PLE is literally called Night of Champions, and the that's champion correct. situation is a fucking mess. It's a massive mess, Steve. You are correct. It's a disaster. I like this here, though. Favorite customer says, going to Cameron Grimes, maybe he realized that the moon isn't as close as it looks. Oh, it's more of a, it's more effort than he thought it was going to be. Now he's uncertain. He's like, oh, man, takes a lot to go to the moon. You know, we all thought he meant metaphorically the moon. No, no. He's been meaning it literally. He's trying. Right. To, he thinks he himself could put his finger in the air, mm-hmm. lift off. Yeah. Like he's Aerostar yeah. in Lucha Underground and shoot off straight to the moon. Then he realizes that he's not, he can't There's do that. There's a lot wrong with that. He yeah. cannot do that. Yeah. yeah. You need a, a rocket ship to get up there. You can't do it yourself. I once saw a movie called Superman 4, Quest for Peace, and he was on the moon. And yeah. it looks so easy. Yeah. No, no, that's a no, horrible not. movie. And it's not a proper representation of moon travel. It's not whatsoever. And it is a bad I movie. I once read the moon's a construct built by aliens. Now you're just talking about the movie Moonfall, which again is a terrible movie. Oh, don't tell me he's going to start saying that the moon landing was faked. <laughs> he's going to start saying that. Oh, yeah. no. They got Hollywood producers to fake the moon landing. I figured I could just go down to Burbank and be <laughs> on the moon. Go on the Warner's lot, huh? No, but you can't do that. Can't it was a that. real thing that actually happened. Oh my goodness! Yeah, maybe that's why. Just he doesn't have the conviction that he can actually go to the moon, but he's already, you know, he's got the catchphrase, so he's got to use it. But he's, he's like, promised it. Is, now he has to find a way to do it. He's like, this is a fool's errand. You know, I am yeah. too old now to be training to be an astronaut. He uh, he booked himself into a corner here, Steve. He did. Maybe he did, maybe he was like, hey, I got all this money. I can I can afford to get you know a trip. On like a SpaceX type situation or a brand, uh, was it do the Branson guy? Oh yeah, the the, the well, yeah his space thing. Who's selling? Yeah, isn't somebody selling tickets to space? I don't know. That's out of my out of my budget, so I don't even pay attention to it. <laughs> you can't afford it. You don't want to know nothing about it. No, no, because I'd be like, <laughs> oh wow, if I only had two million dollars, I could fly to space. Right. Yeah. For ten seconds, because you just go in the upper atmosphere and then dip back down. You see how frazzled Shatner was when he came back down? Yeah. He's like 90 years old, though. They could just be sending Kirk up to space. I know. His perspective was interesting, though. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was very it was very Star Trek 2. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, it was. He was like, maybe I should have, you know, paid more. Maybe I should have been nicer to uh, uh, George Takai. You know, maybe I shouldn't have been such a jerk, an egomaniac back then. Maybe I shouldn't have directed Star Trek 5. That's probably the ultimate lesson he should have learned. I shouldn't have directed that movie. He was crazy. Anyways, uh, after that, uh, oh, yeah, commentary made the announcement that Liv and Raquel had to vacate the tag titles. We've got that fatal four-way coming up, and Raquel's going to have to find a new partner. She mentions that here She says, uh, in an interview. She says, I want to shout out Liv. Even though he had to relinquish the titles, the way she pulled through in our match last week, there's no denying she's still a champion. Not now, though. Uh, yeah. says, handing over those titles is the hardest thing I've had to do in my entire career, but I'm not giving up. Liv is not replaceable, but I am. Uh, but I'm totally going to replace her next week <laughs> in, the, in the Fatal 4-Way because I got a new partner. 
Yeah. Uh, she's interrupted, though, by Bailey and EO. Bailey says, that's so sad, but we'd like to give a shout out to Dakota, who was hurt last week, a much more devastating and heartbreaking injury, and I blame you. So next week, uh, if you can find another partner, EO and I will be waiting for you in the ring. And once again, Bailey seems to be making plans without EO knowing yeah. Yeah. because EO looks surprised by this. Yeah, EO was not happy about being booked in another match. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had Austin Theory promo, which he said a bunch of nothing. Um, at least nothing of interest, except, of course, he has something in common with Sheamus that they both beat John Cena. So did you see this Cena quote? Yeah. Where he said, before he publicly said, nobody cares about you, he privately said, nobody cares about you. Yeah, it's interesting that Austin Theory apparently took that to heart, huh? Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is, I mean, this has got to be one of those situations where, Austin, you got to figure a way out of it. Yes. You know, because, Avi, number one, you're holding up the U.S. title because you're essentially a vacant wrestler. Nobody cares about you. Um, it's got to find something, man, and creative has to help him. You know, he can't know. do it all himself. I know. I know, I know. Yeah, the, the the onus isn't just on Austin; it's on everybody involved in creative to lead him to something. I mean, it, mm-hmm. like as as you know, you've mentioned recently on the show, and uh, Cena doing the Doctor of Thugonomics thing was happenstance. It was chance. It was luck, yeah. You know, and 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 if if Stephanie hadn't seen him, uh, what freestyle on the bus, whatever it was. Cena might have been released at some point, you know, yeah. and 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 I guess if the lesson to be learned from that, it's not you got to put yourself in situations where someone might notice you have some skill or ability that you could that would then translate to a character. You Austin Theory or someone in creative needs to realize or find something about him, yeah, that could resonate with an audience, yeah. Which is funny because in NXT it was there. It was it was when he was in the way mm-hmm. that worked. Yeah. It did. That worked it pretty really damn well. He did. Yeah, and it's so frustrating when you can see this guy had it. Mm-hmm. Like, that, all the tools are there, and you know that WWE could see it. I think that's why they insist on keeping him on TV and not abandoning him totally, because they see it. They know that he's got it in there. But, man, they need to, look, get three of their writers in a room and try to crack this, you know? Yeah. Figure yeah. it out. Yeah. But if they're exclusively relying on Austin Theory to come up with his own... Oh, I happened to be on the bus and I was rapping in front of like, you know, uh, Stephanie McMahon moment. Yeah. Man, you can't manufacture that. No. So it, in absence of that, you got to figure it out. You got to be creative. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, uh, so yeah, he's just, he's talking about uh, how uh, Bobby Lashley followed him to SmackDown. Uh, Lashley's jealous. And he says, I get that, but Seamus, I don't understand. I feel like we have some things in common. We're both tough. We're both strong. We both beat John Cena. Only thing about that, I did it this year. Seamus, you did it 12 years ago. So that brings Seamus to the ring. So he calls the mic, acts like he's about to talk. Instead, whoopa, bro kick the theory. Tosses the mic aside. Yeah, man, it just sounds like. And that here's the thing. Seamus came out and did something really cool. And so that's why people like Seamus, because he does really cool stuff, especially yeah. these last like two or three years. That's all Seamus does, just really cool stuff. Yep. Um, I don't know how you do, like, you, you got to have Austin Theory do some cool stuff, because like he doesn't really do anything cool. Yeah, I know. He, he just needs some dimension to his character, because his character right now is just a uh, jerk. Mm-hmm, yeah. Just yeah. jerk. He's just a jerk. They, 
they need, you know, Ozzy here in Twitch chat says what they may need to do is have Theory lose everything, hit his lowest point, and then go back to Raw with the way. They've had so many opportunities to do that. It's like they're afraid to pull the trigger on some on a risk with him. Yep. And that's the whole point. That's Cena's entire thing was, hey, <clears throat> by happenstance, you saw what I can do. But then WWE actually allowed him to try to do that on TV, which was a risk. Mm-hmm. You know, the doctor thinking oh, this guy's going to come out and rap a bunch. Like, I'll what? say this. I'll say this about Austin Theory. I mean, his mind. Look at him. He's on TV every week. He's U.S. champ. He's Mr. Money in the Bank. From his perspective, things are going pretty good for his career. Why take a risk? Not that I say I agree with that perspective, but if mm-hmm. that is his perspective, where he's getting TV time, he's getting championships, he's getting opportunities. Again, what motivation is there really for him to change? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know if it's a... Uh... Dude, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyways, after that, <laughs> you just shut my brain down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because, dude, you're totally right. They're they're not going to release him. No. They're not going to say, oh, this isn't working. We're going to release no. you. No. And so, like, you just sort of end up. But if if your ceiling is so high, and I think that it is, if your ceiling is so high, I mean, does he just think that, uh, you know, I'll get there one day. They'll, they'll do it one day. Maybe. You know, at some point they have to do it. Yeah. You know, that could I totally mean, be. You look thing. at someone like Seamus and Seamus is in an awesome spot now. It's taken him 12 years to get there. It has taken him a long time. Yeah. You know, when he first debuted, I, don't, I wasn't watching a ton back then, but I didn't think there was anything terribly noteworthy about Seamus. Mm-hmm, Good yeah. worker. Decent promo. Uh, from a character perspective, just didn't really cold, stand out. Cold character. Yeah. Yeah. And, until he essentially, it was really him being a member of the bar and working with Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And then from that moment on, it's been awesome matches. Yeah. It's not a character that really works. Mm-hmm. So maybe if Austin Theory looks across the ring at Sheamus and be like, Sheamus is still here 12 years after, like maybe 13 years after he made his debut. He's making a ton of money. He has workout video series on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, oh, perennial yeah. title contender. Yeah. Maybe I just need to give it time. I'll get that there. That could be. That could be. Know. That could be. Yeah, you could be absolutely right. Um, afterwards, we had the Usos backstage. They're hyping themselves up. Heyman comes in, starts playing mind games. He's like, I've got it all under control. The tribal chief forgives you. And Jimmy asks, so he's going to be out there tonight, right? Heyman says, uh, no, he won't. But you have to understand that he's the tribal chief. He's got a lot that goes into that burden. You don't understand what it's like to be the tribal chief. He's got to go to Night of Champions and make it. And he's, he starts stumbling. He's like, he has to go to Night of Champions and win the... Uh, he has to make a declarative statement because he doesn't want to tell them that, you know, doesn't want to bring up that. Yeah. He says, and then two weeks from tonight, the 1,000-day celebration of your tribal chief as champion. Come on, it's LWO. You're the Usos, the greatest tag team of all time. You've got this victory. And please, don't make that a prediction. Make that a spoiler. And then uh, Jay leaves and Jimmy just looks at him and goes, yeah. <laughs> And then he goes, yeah, and then they lose that match. Yeah, they do. They do. I mean, it's good that LBO got some got a win because they really needed a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they yeah. won very much. Yeah. Um, it did take interference from Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Usos are setting up for a double splash. Owens comes to ringside to distract the ref. Allows Santos to kick Jay off one turnbuckle. Sammy pushes Jimmy off the other. And then Ray hits Jimmy with a 619, tags in Santos. 
he hits the splash off the top to get the win. And uh, backstage, Roman is just pissed. He's mm-hmm. angry. Mm-hmm. And Solo's about to get out of his chair. You'd imagine to go and, and, and wreck the Usos. And Roman just, you know, stay. Don't go anywhere. Yep, yep. It's yep. all falling apart. I mean, I guess if the idea, if they're taking their time uh, telling the, the story of the bloodline falling apart where Roman has to walk into, let's say, WrestleMania 40 next year against Cody, but he's by himself. Mm-hmm. He He's on an island, Roman Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Roman Island. Maybe I and then and then Cody's the 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 final straw for Roman. He loses the titles. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I you know, man. I just I kind of feel like they're just. I don't know. I feel like they're just taking it sort of step by step and seeing mm-hmm. where this all goes because that's sort of what they do in the WWE, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but no. I'm, again, this is one of those things where. You know, with, for example, with Succession, which is leading up to its final episode the same night as Double or Nothing. So that's good. I know. Um, I know. But, uh, but you know, we, we found out before the season started this was going to be the last season. So you know, okay, they're planning for the big finale for this to be, you know, figured out by the end. Mm-hmm. With wrestling, like, we never get, like, I know. oh, this is where we're heading. This is what we're doing. Like, you know, this arc is planned for this. None of the backstage stuff you never get. Like, sometimes you'll get, you know, be it Meltzer, Sean Ross Sapp, or whoever, um, you know, info about backstage creative. Mm-hmm. But there is such a difference between how they handle wrestling creative and creative in any other medium. Yes. Uh, and it's a shame. I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear process stuff, you know. Totally, totally. And, you know, it... it Especially with like Succession announcing, hey, this is the final season, it adds so much weight to every episode. It does, yeah. Uh, Heading to the finale, so yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to know if. Remember if, that one time Triple H said, in reference to like, uh, what was it like, Charlotte beating Rhea, and uh, and and he said, yeah, just wait three months, wait for three months, and then like yeah. three months came and went, and it was like nothing really happened. Yeah, nothing happened. Yeah. All right, let's talk Rampage. Uh, some good matches on Rampage. Um, they made a uh, Jade versus Ty is going to happen at double or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we had another addition to QTV, which of course I wasn't that into, but you know, they were really talking up Hobbs being front and center in the promotional stuff for a uh, collision. Yeah. Um, and then QT says June 17th, the real story begins. So I don't know what that was in reference to. Uh, maybe that's when uh, Hobbs will destroy QTV. We'll never have to see them again, and then Hobbs will be, you know, shot to the moon. Yeah, Def- uh, beat CM Punk debut yeah. of uh, debut of, of Collision. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, we could hope. Yeah, we can hope. Uh, it kicked off with the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Best Amigos. Of course, Blackpool Combat Club gets the win here. Uh, what is this? Claudio chucks Yuta off the top onto Chuck. Oh, Mox, it's Chuck with a Death Rider. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But then uh, Claudio and Yuta do the, the rocket launcher type deal where Claudio mm, yeah. throws Yuta off the top rope for like a splash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the then there. we get a Kyle Fletcher Orange Cassidy video package. It was also announced over the weekend Kyle Fletcher and, uh, uh, sorry, Ozzy Oprah. Mark Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Davis is injured and uh, they had to vacate both their uh, tag. They had the New Japan Strong titles and IWGP heavyweight yeah, tag titles. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a shame. It I is. Like it is. They're really good. They are really good. They are really good. Um, this is pretty much just Kyle talking about why he should be international champion. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we had Jade Cargill taking on Danny B. Jade wins quickly with a pump kick. Mark Sterling grabs a mic and says, 58 and 0, Texas. 
Is that the best uh, you have to offer? Because I guess they weren't cheering as loudly as, as, as Sterling had wanted. He says, we didn't expect much, so we lined up some more talent in the back, ready to go, so bring them out. So next, Jade has a match against Genesis. Genesis. Show me all files pertaining to Genesis. So Jade wins with a spear, and then Jaded, and Sterling gets back on the mic and says, 59-0. You think what I'm thinking, 60-0, let's bring out another one. So someone else mm-hmm. comes out. They didn't announce her name. Uh, she's making her entrance, and then Taya's music hits. And so she kind of like nods at uh, who was hopefully going to be Jade's next opponent. Instead, punches them, mm-hmm. comes to the ring, knocks Layla Gray off the apron, drops Jade with the clothesline, hits her with a road to Valhalla, picks up a mic and says, now who's that bitch? I'll see you at double or nothing. So this is where they'll both get to use their, their, their finishers. finishers. Yeah, not yeah. just one person. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had the acclaimed and daddy ass. Versus the varsity athletes. So, uh, obviously, the acclaimed get the win here. Um, the acclaimed. Does the House of Black have opponents for double or nothing for the trios titles? I don't believe so, no. We're thinking this is probably going to be the match, right? Yeah, I would think so. Okay. That makes sense. I would think so. But then what do you I mean? That's a tough spot because the acclaimed, super over. House of Black, pretty over. And one of the, the groups that are consistently underutilized. Yeah. But if they drop those trios titles to the acclaimed, and it's like, what are you what are you even doing with the House of Black? Like, I you you put those titles on the acclaimed, and then Malachi goes on a singles run and the other two go for the tag titles. That's what you should do. I don't think yeah. they will. I, I yeah. don't have it. Like they, they, it was the stupidest thing in the world to take those tag titles off the acclaimed. It was stupid. It really was. It, it was really a was bad move. It was an awful, awful yeah. move. That was still. That's that's dumb. Uh, after that, we had uh, that QTV. You already mentioned that. Really don't want to revisit it. Uh, and then uh, the Hardy Party have an interview, and uh, Matt says uh, this match is official. It's the three of us versus the Ass Boys and Ethan Page. And when we win. I'll be in charge of Ethan's contract. And that is poetic justice. And Jeff says, music is the universal language that we all understand. And we're writing our song about becoming the AEW tag champions. And then Ethan page shows up. He interrupts. He's like, hold on, hold on. I'm by myself. So please just hear me out guys. He's like, yeah, I boo me too. I lost all these guys here. He says, I asked the guns for help. I didn't ask them to make a match or put my contract on the line. He says, Matt, me and you, we've been going at this for way too long. We're done. Jeff, I barely know you. We just met and I already did not enjoy getting Swanton bombed, so we're done. He says, you guys trust me. Everything's fine. We're cool. He says, Zay, please, tell him you can trust me. We're cool. Me and you, we're closer than them. He says, what happened when Mark Quinn got hurt? Who answered those phone calls? Better yet, when you were backstage moaning and everybody said you look silly, who told you that was marketable? Who told you to keep doing it, make money off it? Me. Me and you were going to become a tag team. The moan event. And then when you guys played me for a, and then you guys played me for a fool, so we'll hug it out. And then he goes to shake, uh, uh, to hug Zay, and he pushes him away. And Ethan says, uh, he says, "Come on, at least shake my hand." He grabs Zay's hand. The guns hit the ring with chairs. They lay out Hardy Party. Paige wraps a chair around Zay's neck, hits a stomp off the second rope Oof. onto it, and Paige says, "You're never gonna moan again. Who knows? Who knows if you're ever gonna wrestle again? We'll see you guys at Double or Nothing." Uh, then we go to commentary, and they're talking about uh, Jericho losing to Roderick Strong. So Jericho responds to that, and, and uh, Adam Cole shows up in picture in picture and goes, Hey, Jericho, if 
you want to fight me, I'm right hey. here. So since you're too much of a coward to let me in the building, let me explain what's going to happen to you. Every single week, I'm going to make your life a living hell. Every single week when you leave an arena, I'm going to beat your ass and there's nothing you can do about it. And Jericho responds, says, well, it's funny you say that, Cole, because the legal counsel, the agreement I have that says you're banned from the building is now null and void because I am challenging you in Las Vegas to an unsanctioned match. So this legal agreement, he rips it, it's now null and void. I guess you're allowed the building again, Cole. And Adam Cole says, did you really rip up that document? Nice, Chris. That's exactly what I wanted. And so he walks in through the, the doors of the arena. He's just walking through the concourse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to find his way down to the floor. Mm-hmm. Rampage goes commercially, come back. Cole's walking down to the crowd, runs up the commentary, and he and Jericho just start hockey fighting. Mm-hmm, and yeah. uh, security breaks it up. Yeah. Yeah, I like that feud. I think it's a good feud, man. I like that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's simple. You know? Yeah, yeah it is. It is. It's a simple effective. story. Yeah. Yeah. Two good names that I, I want to say. I think that match is going to be really good, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had uh, the pre-main event video package, and we had our main event, Bishop Khan versus Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes bled a lot. Yeah, he did. In this match. Yeah, he did. Khan sent me to the camera and just bleeding all over the place. Uh, Austin is Dustin's hometown, so he gets the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, hits Bulldog, Final Reckoning, and afterwards, Brian Cage comes to the ring, lays out Dustin, hits with a powerbomb. Swerve gets in the ring too. Keith Lee's music hits. So Prince Nana sends Brian Cage and Khan to attack him on the ramp. Keith Lee fights them off. He gets in the ring. Swerve's taking off his coat like he's ready to fight. Waves Lee towards him. But then Brian Cage and Khan get back in the ring to attack uh, Keith Lee. Prince Nana hands uh, Khan a chair. He blasts Lee with it. Uh, Cage hits Lee with an F5 on the chair. And then Khan and Cage set up the chair and set Keith Lee in it. Swerve hits a top rope stomp onto Keith Lee to close the show. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a really good match. Man. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that a lot. That's going to be really good. Man, every time that camera catches Swerve, I'm like, if they booked him right. Massive man, star. Oh, man. Massive man, star. Man, oh, man. Massive. Yeah. Um, no Triple H call today. No Phil McDonald call today. Uh, the They couldn't figure out how to get their Zoom to work, but... We are going to do a call maybe tomorrow or Wednesday or something like that. I'm trying to arrange Phil McDonald, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald to be on the call. So All right. But we still have a raw preview. Uh, we still have questions co- to answer too, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to do that too, yeah. All right. uh, but first, the raw preview. So you're off. All look, right. I'm, 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 maybe I'm just stalling. Maybe I'm trying to make your Monday a little bit better, man. You know, because I know these this, calls this. have been very, they've been very uh, tough for you, man. I feel like there's an ambush coming. I'm going to be honest with you. No ambush. No I feel ambush. like I'm getting set up for an ambush. So I'm going to be on guard the rest of the show. All right. I'm okay. waiting for the ambush. All right. Uh, Monday Night Raw preview. What do we got? Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. They're going to be in the same arena. Well, they both work for WWE. There's a show tonight. It makes sense. <laughs> makes total sense. Makes total sense. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and a mystery partner to collide with Imperium. If it's not Riddle, who it'll be? Oh, it's Riddle. It's got to be Riddle, right? Yeah, it's got to be it's Riddle. Be, uh, yeah. Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus signed the contract for WWE United Champions. Uh, oh, that'll be good. They'll, they'll probably get into a fight, huh? Yeah, I would think so. All right. I think so. Uh, let's go ahead and answer some questions. Of course, we get our questions from... Oh, man, I got to do this too, man. Mm-hmm. So much activity. Uh, my stomach is growling right now. <laughs> oh, you need some lunch, huh? I need some foodies, man. Uh, first up, we had a super chat from Logan Sampson. 
And he was echoing a sentiment that I also saw from Guardian Ape here. He says, uh, theory bragging that he beat a 50-year-old Cena versus Sheamus beating Cena in his prime was such a funny self-own. I mean, that sort of thing about theory is that he lacks self-awareness. Yeah, completely and totally. Yeah. Um, so, of course, we put up question threads. And we get our questions from the awesome friendos that are channel members and patrons. So you can become a YouTube channel member by clicking join or going to patreon.com slash Stephen Larson, the $5 up a month tier is where you can get access to the question threads, but you also get access to the huge inaugural big blue predictions championship challenge coming up and yeah. weekend of champions, including of course, NXT battlegrounds, uh, uh, AEW's double or nothing live from Vegas. And of course, uh, morning of McGriddles, AKA night of champions. Yes. Uh, and we got some new patrons here. Cassius, Todd Anderson, Cutting Edge, uh, Antero Vipunin, and uh, Jack Mc, uh, McMonagle. Jack McMonagle. Give Thank me a badge and a gun. Thank you, everybody. Um, yeah. If you're watching here on YouTube, whether live or on demand, if you could, please give this video a like. Press that yeah, thumbs that up button. Thumbs up. From what we hear, we're new to this podcasting thing. That's good. Get a lot new. of thumbs up. We're new. If you like what you hear from a couple of brand new podcasters, only been doing this a couple of weeks, yeah. uh, consider hitting the subscribe button, notified Please. bell, so you're aware of when we have new content up. We're trying to do something at least once every weekday. Yeah. Uh, again, we hear that's good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what they say on the YouTube tutorials. Yeah, the ones we watched, yeah. Yeah, the few that we watched. I watched one from like 2015 the other day. Uh-huh. You think that's still relevant today? I don't see why not. Yeah, I read one article from 2012. Things don't change, right? No, yeah, no. This and this, this, this sphere, this YouTube sphere, it's it's not fluid. It's pretty static, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same same thing that worked Wait. in twenty twelve will work now. Wait, what did you just say? I said this whole YouTube thing was. Oh dear. Oh, I knew it. Man. I knew Who it. Who just Hang said up. the word fluid? Hang up, oh, Steve. Man. Dick Slavitt, Jim Ross impersonator. Hang here. Up. Let's talk about fluid. Hang so, up. The no, other day, no, no, I was no, in the no, bathroom, no, uh, and you want uh, uh, to talk hang about up, fluid? Hang up, I'll t- hang up. Oh Steve. my gosh! I, for heaven's sakes, how are you? Let's just move on. I want to get into it. I tried to keep him, Dick Slavitt, from showing. You didn't try up, hard enough. But you, ha- what did you say? <laughs> oh man, you want to talk about hard? The other day, Steve, I had you're my right pants here. off. Right there, turn it off. I just came back. This guy's a mess. He's a menace. That's what he is. He is a menace. Guardian Ape says, uh, who do you guys think was the definition of the total package in wrestling? It's Lex Luger. It's Lex Luger, obviously. God, I'm so in the wood right now because this Dick Slavitt running. Hey, focus on the questions. Did you see this will get this will this will this will make you feel better? Okay. Did you see that Lex Luger posted up his 1998 workout I routine? I did that. Were you taking notes? I know you're trying to be big buff boy. Uh yeah I noticed it I, I pay attention yeah. to it yeah yeah, yeah. oh you gonna but try like to do his, the his dietary workout? his I, I think it's less the actual workout and more like his dietary plan like eating mm. one and a half grams of protein per pound of body weight is a ton of protein like I I eat like a three, good yeah that's a ton yeah I'd have to have like what three hundred some grams of like protein grams minimum of protein yeah which is a lot what do you typically eat in a day like forty oh 30? maybe. 
I don't know, maybe a hundred. Okay. 120. Yeah. Like a triple, it. nearly the protein intake. Triple that. That'd yeah. be crazy. But then here's the thing though. Like you also have to be in the gym for like three hours doing. Yeah. Like, and I, I can't do that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Zyshan says, how would you book LWO versus OC feud if given creative control? Uh, you know what, man, uh, you gotta make, you gotta give the LWO an edge. I don't know. I'm not edge the wrestler, but like they got to have some attitude. They all seem lobotomized too. You know, like Santos Escobar should not be a good guy. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. Uh, Mayor Planet Houston asks, "What do you prefer, more wrestling shows or making the ones they have longer?" I think uh, uh, option C should be uh, book good wrestling shows because that would yeah, be the right. answer. I don't yeah. need more; I just need better. Yeah, I agree. Shorter and better. Yeah, shorter and better. Yeah. Uh, Dank Meme Center says, uh, "What match do you think should main event Night of Champions?" Oh, Seth and AJ. Yeah, I agree. It should. Do you think it will, though? Yeah, I think it will. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Man, I don't know. I think, I think it's so. Be bloodline. I think it's going to be Bloodline. All right. Prop bet. Cody, you still here. Prop bet for predictions. What main events? Night of Champions. Yeah, that's good. Because it's either going to be that. It's going to be one of those two, or it's going to be Cody Brock. Yeah, it could be Cody and Brock, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those are options. Let's see here. Nikhil's asking, we're going to pre order Fight Forever, which is coming out June 29th. It was announced. No, yeah, I don't I'll pre-order that, games. I'll put that shit on my PS4. Well, here's the thing about Fight Forever is that um, I plan on playing it on, like, you know, the, my streaming channel. But, like, I think it'd be cool if you came over. Because especially, like, June – well, it's what? It's June 29th. So it's, like, June, June 29th. June. Is right. It's shortly after uh, Forbidden Door. Yeah. Um, Thursday. Like, if you, if you wanted to come over and do a stream – uh, um, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be fun. There's no yeah. need for you to get it if I have it because there's it's no. True. I don't think there's online play. Is there? Do you no, know? I don't know that I'm aware of. I don't know. Does anybody know? Like from what I understand, they don't even have any create like created creation suites. Yeah, they like, can't make Steven Larson. What the heck? Oh, bummer, man. Like I'd be even happy if it had the revenge creation suite, which was just like changing the attire and names of existing yeah. wrestlers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be something. Yeah. Uh, Blake here. Uh, says when Roman eventually loses his belt, should he lose after a lengthy match or like how Goldberg squashed, squashed Brock mm-hmm. in Survivor Series 2016? No, it has to be a long match. An epic match. Yeah. 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 Epically long. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, DJ Mott says, do you th- see Solo as the next Paul Heyman guy slash main event champion? What's his ceiling in WWE? Oh, I could see that happening. I could see that happening. I could see it down the line. I think it's still going to take some time for me to accept that. And I don't even know why. Maybe it's because, like, I followed him so closely for the small amount of time he was in NXT. But, like, I don't know. I need to see more of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Okay. Captain Howdy 420 says the leaked achievements make it seem like we do have some sort of creation suite. No. All right. Okay. I hope they do. I really do. Yeah. I hope so too. I thought I saw something on Twitter. Okay. Burwinning says there is online play only for singles, tag team, and casino battle royal. Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's something. Like, you know what, man? Once it comes out, we'll play it, see what it's like. Exactly. Alex Foster here says who should Zion Quinn's first feud be with considering his character? When you open the dictionary, look up sports entertainer. He says you see an image of Zion Quinn. Cameron Grimes. Interesting. 
Where where is Quinn? Is he on Raw or SmackDown? Oh, he was in the Battle Royal on Raw. Oh well, never mind. Oh, he's isn't he free agent brand? He is free agent brand. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Roman Reigns. Because yeah. right now, if I think of sports entertainer, I think of I think of head of the tables, Roman Reigns. He's the ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, let's see here. David Matushek, if uh, AEW's first collision taping takes place in Jacksonville, will the luster be lost instantaneously because of recent events? No, I don't know. I mean, it's all such a mess as is. Yeah, this juncture, if they pull off uh, the first episode without CM Punk, it's going to kind of feel like a bit of a feat, like they accomplished something to a degree, you know? Yeah. Um, the, if, if and if Phil's not going to be there, then it's they're gonna it's gonna be all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the early what's go. The, what should be least. the main? What's the biggest main event you could do that that you're already not doing to uh, a month from then? Or, um, yeah, about a month, six weeks from then, at all in and all out. Like I don't know, man. It's just it's it's a drag because you launch this type of thing when your product is hot. Yeah, and sadly, it's just not right now. I know. I know. Kenny versus MJF for the title. How about that? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, we already talked about that. Talked about that. This is an interesting question. Patrick Sparks here says, whose creative control was more detrimental to the surrounding product? Shawn Michaels in the 90s or Triple H's in the early to mid aughts? Whose booking was more detrimental to the product? I don't know. You look at Triple H. I feel maybe I'm just a Triple H guy, but he sort of made Batista. He made Orton. You know, he made some guys. He lost his WrestleMania record is not great. You know, I mean, the one big blunder was the Booker T thing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, and, you know, I get what people say about him, but like, I don't know. He made some people. And there were no, there wasn't anybody with with HBK in the nineties. Like, who are they gonna who are they gonna push? Well, was like Brett. you, you look at yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Like they made Diesel as big a guy as they could. Yeah. Um. But you look at, for example, what did we did? We did like the King of the Ring '96, right? The big Austin promo. Yeah. But if you look at the actual scene, then like the main event scene, like Brett wasn't even signed to the company. You had Vader, Ultimate Warrior, Ahmed Johnson, like. Who else was there? Like Sean was used for a reason. There was nobody else. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could have made Razor Ramon the champion, but like yeah, they absolutely to, could have. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just don't feel like there was anybody else. Uh, Chicago Lou, I think here has uh, become a channel member. Thank you so much. So thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Stan Ash, WD do what they can to get Santino Morella back on the books. If for nothing else to say, I don't even know what that means <laughs> to do a segment with Gunther. No, no, no. What? I know. I mean, yeah, I, I'm happy. Scott Demore's back in impact. Is that a troll question? I don't get it. Uh, Ricardo here with the super chat says I'm now torn between Jay or Cody dethroning Roman boy. Oh boy. If, if triple H called me, it was like, Hey Steve, what, what do, do I, a pretty what good do triple I do? H? Nah, it's not very good. It's pretty good. Uh, do I do Jay or do I do Cody? Who, who dethrones the tribal chief? Who do you say, Steve? 
Jay's the better story. You got that right. But Cody's the man. So, I don't know. I think you go with the man. You go with Cody Rhodes. No, you go with the better story. Story is over. Great story can, can, can elevate uh, a wrestler to be the man. I'm telling you, if they had crowds in 2021, Jay, 2020, Jay, would Jay would be the man. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. He would have transcended that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Anyways, that's going to do it. And here, look. Brie Moe agrees. She says Jay. There you go. There's the final word. Yep. Uh, that's going to do it for every, for us, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thanks, Dick Slavitt, for coming in and and uh, and calling in. We appreciate that as well. Uh, no, we don't. We don't appreciate that. Till next time. It's not appreciated. I didn't know that he still had the Zoom call. I changed the password. Change it again. All right. You know. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. I mean, I changed the password. Look, I'll just say it right now because I'm changing it as we speak. I changed it to Big Orgy 69. And maybe that's why Dick Slavitt knew what it would be. So I got to change it to something else now. That's going to do it for us, everybody. Good. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.